Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of the Trady Business School podcast. I'm uh, joined once again by the beautiful Brian Santos. Welcome back here again, Brian. I hope you're well. Yeah, I'm well. Good to see you again. Excellent. Excellent. We'll get straight into it today. Because um, today we're about raising your standards. We've had some interesting discussions uh, offline about how to just be better people and better humans and better tradespeople and even better parents and, you know, all of those different things. And I remember a, uh, a mentor of mine back many years ago said to, uh, said to me and the and the people he was mentoring is the the statement that stuck with me for a long time, and that is the standard that you walk past is the standard that you accept. And there are many, many good analogies here uh, that that we can use, and they'll come to me throughout the, the the episode today. But I think this is you know pertinent that you know we talk about this right because people often try. But tradies are the best for this, right? Like, I, I don't know how to get more work, right? And it's like, just be better. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, just do the one percenters, right? And it can be very simple as the amount of times, like, I've been to sites and there's just shit lying around, you know, where a tradies drops some stuff out of their out of their tool belt, you know, half a handful of rivets or screws or whatever it may be and they literally will get off of the ladder they'll walk past it and they're like it's not worth my time to pick them up you know i buy them for you know a couple of dollars a packet and look there's a whole buy-off or trade-off between your time versus value but these are the things right like the amount of times that I think, I, like, I've built and I've, well, not just built, but engaged people to do work for me, and they're like, they've showed up and they've been amazing, right? And I've become a raving fan and I've I've generated hundreds of thousands and sometimes millions of dollars worth of work for them because they've done those one percenters, picked up the rivets, picked up the, the leftover part from the rivet, picked up screws that they've dropped, swept up and vacuumed and walked me through the job afterwards, right? This is how I used to get a lot of my work, right? Was I'm a surveyor, I would show up, I would do the job and then I'd grab the site manager or foreman and I'd walk them through the job and I'd explain everything to them, what I've done, why I've done it and see if there was anything else that they needed. And quite often I'd do an extra five or 10 minute task just as a bit of good faith. Wasn't necessarily in my scope. And look, there's a whole thing about scope creep. We can talk about that in another episode too. Hopefully the team put that in our list as well. But I would always say to my guys, I would rather you spend an extra 5, 10, 15 minutes on site making sure the client's happy and the job's done right than us having to go back because there's a complaint, there's a, a, a thing that's not done, the client needs something else done. And look, yeah, there's an opportunity to potentially make more money on doing exactly what the scope says and, and going never having to go back. But- I always traded value, not time. I could invoice on time, sure, but I was always about building value. And I would have clients that would use me and my team exclusively purely because of the service they got. And the reason why is because of this mantra, the, the standard you walk past is the standard you accept, right? And 
my guys were always taught set a high standard. And people that are listening to this stuff, I know that they're out there trying to become better at something, right? Whether it's business itself or just being a, a, per, a better person or a better tradesperson, these are the things that you can do. And often people will say to me, I don't have the time to do that because I'm quoting on the bare bones. That's a problem in itself, right? If you don't have the time to do the extra 1% built in, then we need to have a chat and fix your pricing for a start. I won't win work. No, you won't win work based on price because they know that your price is cheap and your work shit, right? The idea is like, and this is the problem with the trades industry and many industries, right? I don't want to just rat on them, is that we have this big race to the bottom. Who can undercut who the fastest to get the work? And it's like, oh, I did this job for $80. Next time it's like someone's like, oh, well, I'll shave $5 off of that, 75 And then we get down to the point where we're, somebody's doing for 69 somebody's doing for 68 somebody's doing for 67 because they know that the margin's not there anymore, but they're trying to just win it on price. So you've got to, you've got to learn a whole different skill set when it comes to sales about building value. Once again, another podcast. Jeez, episodes are dropping from the sky here, Brian. But- you know, one thing that you said before, Brian, we were talking offline, which I'd love to hear your thoughts on, is turning turning your shoulds into musts. And I think hopefully I've I've set it up well enough there in and around. Yeah. You know, I guess oh, I dropped the I dropped the nail. I should pick that up. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming this is where you're going with it, but uh, yeah, pick that up for a while and let your spotlight for a while. Yeah. Thank you. Mike. So. Um, a, a big part of, I guess, what we talk about amongst our team members as well as, as our clients is raising this, raising our standards, right? So, and turning shoulds, what we should be doing or what should be happening to musts. No, we should, you know, when we turn out some of the shoulds into musts, those are the things that can really, and this sounds dramatic, but those things can change our lives and it can change our businesses virtually in an instant, right? Because it's, it's it doesn't require much else than a mindset shift or a decision to be made. I'm no longer to go, going to put up with shitty customers or I'm no longer going to put up with customers who X, Y, and Z that I hate. Mm. No, I'm, I must do, uh, uh, you know, I'm only going to deal with, I'm going to raise my standards because one of the things you said, and I'm, I'm going to re, uh, you know, paraphrase what you said, but what you tolerate is what you get. So- mm tolerate shitty clients if you tolerate average clients or if you've if you're finding yourself that you're getting quotes that are just you know not really what you want to do and you're actually accepting or doing the quotes for that that's what you're tolerating so mm. what you tolerate is what you get so if we reverse it if you're getting crappy jobs or you're getting a number of jobs where the the clients aren't ideal there's another topic for later ideal clients <laughs> right but you know that's a big one you know if you can change your the type of clients that you end up and jobs that you end up doing and the type of jobs that you end up quoting for that are A, the, you know, you like doing, B, that are more profitable, C, that you actually get the cash in sooner rather than later and you're not kind of stuck with, you know, being in a cash flow, you know, negative situation or being stuck that way. If, if that's an ideal situation for you or, or you're not getting that, then it's usually down the track or, you know, earlier in, in the process of what you've tolerated. Yes, because of you've tolerated that. 
if you're not getting profitable jobs or if you're getting painful jobs or clients that aren't paying on time, whatever, it's because you've allowed it to be. Oh, what? <laughs> Hang on. The shitty clients are my fault. I could just hear so that there's people's brains just cracking and melting right now, Brian. There's like people's there's brain matter melting out of people's ears right now. Yeah. You've allowed it to be, right? If you have staff members that you're not happy with or juniors or whatever, or you're attracting like apprentices and you're saying, I can't find good people or, you know, kids these days, right? I, I, I admit I say that kids these days. That are, I, I, right? I think I think there's a certain al- al- allowance, you know, for being an old bloke and being able to do the quintessential Back in my day, yeah, yeah. kids these days. I think I think that's allowed once you get to our age, or our experience, Brian. You know, yeah, yeah. And if we see it, but but if we see it ongoing, right? If we see it as a as I a, think the intent is different too. Like we'll often say it mucking around, but you know, it's when people really get stuck in that mindset and they're like, "Bloody kids these days!" You know, they do my head in, and you know, apprentices these days they just don't make them like they used to. And back in my day. It's when they're seriously buying into that story, like it's super disempowering and it's like, man, like just get that shit out of your head, but go on, I digress. Yeah. And, and another one is that we often hear, and, and for some of you listeners, it's probably, you know, it, this could be the case, is maybe you're working so hard that, you know, th- you know, on the tools during the day and then you get home, you know, have a meal, you know, what you can time with your family and then you're back onto the computer doing invoices, quotes, et cetera, et cetera, right? So your days have got, you know, and you're burning the candle at both ends, right? Again, part of or the key reason for that is because you've allowed it to be. Mm. You tolerated. You said, I've got to do that because I'm the I'm the owner. If I don't do this, no one else will, right? So you're tolerating that that lifestyle. You know, it sounds harsh, but you, you, you're the one who's responsible for your life, right? Let's just acknowledge that. Yeah, you're you're accepting that, and and you're I accepting that. The trap, accepting that. The trap that people fall into is that that disempowered thinking that they think they've got no choice. Yes, you know, you you always have a choice. Sometimes your choices are really shitty. Sometimes it's about changing the way you're doing business and asking for help and being vulnerable. And for some people, that's really horrible. And sometimes it's about quitting the job or the business and going back and working for somebody and just being an amazing employee. And and for some people, that's a horror movie in itself, right? Sometimes the choices are really shit. You know, sometimes the choice is, oh, I'm just going to, I don't care about my reputation. I'm going to be a shitty tradesperson rather than taking the, the position that you're talking about, Brian, is that I should, and I, well, sorry, not should, I must become a better tradesperson. I must provide a better service, right? Because those are the things that are going to, and this is the thing, right? Like everybody gets hung up on the clients always right and doing things for other people. This has got nothing to do with anybody else but you. Can you go home and look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of how you showed up that day? Can you be proud of the work that you've done? Can you be proud of the service that you provided your your client or the site or, you know, pe- people that never going to see, you know, cleaners go in and they clean offices and toilet blocks and sites, whatever it may be, when no one's there because it's the easiest to do, right? So it's easy to just cut corners and go, 
oh, I probably should clean behind that thing and lift that thing up and do that, you know, but they don't because it's like, fuck, nobody knows me. They're going to, nobody's going to care, right? But it's not about other people. This is about you and being able to go, I did a, I did a sweet job. I'm really proud at the level that I went to and did it cost me an extra five minutes? Sure. I could have, could have, should have, and would have, could have, should have, and would have, right? They're the three, the three musketeers of, Mm. of lameness, right? Mm. You know, I could have, should have, what, like, well, why didn't you, you know, but you didn't. Okay, cool. Compassion. I talk about it all the time. You didn't do those things. Do you want to keep doing those things? Or do you want to make a charge? How do you turn? And the only way to do it is what you're suggesting, Brian, is turn them into musts. I must put in a better effort and I must. And, and, and if it's going to take me an extra half an hour to do an amazing job, then I must wear that. We can talk about a whole heap of other discussions around that. How do you change your pricing and how do you, I must learn better pricing so that I can. I must so that I can is so much more of an empowering statement. Absolutely. Yep. Then, you know, the, it, this feeds into a whole other podcast. Unless, uh, sorry, unless until versus I must so I can, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, unless somebody pays me an extra five dollars to do that thing, I'm not going to do it. Or until somebody tells me to do that thing, I'm not going to do it. Right? Unless until versus I I must so I can. I must do that thing before somebody asks me. So that I can sleep at night knowing that I'm not going to get sacked tomorrow. Or yeah. I must provide a high quality service so when I go out of business mm. so that I can sleep at night knowing that people are out there referring me work. People are out there becoming fans. Like I wanted, I always wanted to create a brand and a culture in and around my workplaces where people raved. They became fans of my work. Like, for the last half a dozen years of business, like I haven't chased any work. It's just come in the door to me because I created those raving fans in the early days. Mm. You know, so I've been able to just post along, build an automated business that I've got very little to do with because I built those raving fans early on. I created that culture and then my team know that they're not going to get screened at for costing the business an extra half an hour. Because I look at those, and this is the thing with reframing mindset, right, is I look at those those minutes and hours extra on site as investments, not yeah. costs. Yeah, perfect. And I guess for those who are listening today and, and you know, hopefully those, you know, you, those people who are listening today or, you know. Raise your standards. The- Stop being fit. <laughs> Turn up and, and listen to your podcast, uh, to this podcast. Yes. What I'd recommend is. I must listen to Adam and Brian so that I can be better. <laughs> Until Brian and Adam do their podcast, I'm not going to, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do any more. <laughs> Until Brian and Adam tell me uh, something really profound, then I'm not going to do any. No. What are the things that yeah, I'm- It could pre- really be used against us, Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> One of the things that I'd recommend to those of you who are listening is there are things that you're tired of that are getting to you and they're just, they're shoulds, right? And and whether it's like, man, I really should get someone to do my books or I really should sort out my invoicing so that I don't have to kind of stay up at line. Mm. I, I should 
do my quoting earlier, right? They're all shoulds, and yeah. you know they should be done. The key first step is figuring out which are the ones you want to make shoulds into musts. Which are the ones you're freaking tired of, you're sick of, get that level of, okay, I'm over it. I'm going to turn this, like burning the candles at both ends where I don't even spend some time with. Don't wait for them to be musts. What I mean by that is, let's say you're you're working a long, long hours and it's affecting your relationships. Mind you, this is a common thing that clients come to us to help them with, right? So I'm working my backside off and I know my relationship is being affected. I know I'm grumpy and I don't mean it, but you know it's affecting. And, and Brian, it's got to the stage that if I don't do anything now, we're going to divorce, right? Or something mm-hmm. along those lines, right? So well, that's should probably do something about that. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I should probably... No. And then it becomes... But sometimes people leave it to the stage where it's desperate, where it becomes a must. The situation turns itself into being a must. But this is the thing. You can con- control what a should be and turn it into a must. So you can make that decision sooner rather than later. I don't want my to get to a stage where it becomes an ultimatum between my business and my and my family. So you can say, I, I must do something about it. I must do something about my business. I must do something about the time that I'm spending in my business. I must do something about my cash flow or whatever it is. So that's the first I step. Must, I must get help from Adam and Brian. Well, that was going to be what my, my suggestions. I must email them at hello at tradybusinessschool.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even, but the thing that, that stops people from making that decision, I must change, is that, that often I hear is, but I don't know how. If I decide I've got to change it, that means that I have to figure out or I, I don't know where to go. So when you get to that stage of turning shoulds to musts, and then your musts are like, okay, but what do I do? Mm. Yes, you can start to work it out yourselves, but the alternative is you can get help from people who can actually help you. Mm. Mm. One of those places, funnily enough, is us, right? But in all seriousness, I love it. Shameless plug, but it's 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 the honest truth, right? Is if you get to a situation, don't think that you have to figure it out yourself. Or don't figure out like this. Think that you have to do it yourself. Get help. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think that is a beautiful place to to wrap it up. If you think you should get help, that's probably one of the things you need to turn into I must get help mm. sooner rather than later. I should get help one day, turn it into a I must get help sooner rather than later. I must get help today and email us at hello at tradingbusinessschool.com. One of the other musts that you should do, or I'm mixing the words up now. <laughs> One of the other musts that you need to do is you must like, share, subscribe, hit your notification icon and uh, and drop a comment below. Send us an email. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Tell us the things that you must change right now and let us hold you accountable we'll check in with you and see how you're going with those things i would love to to help people create some accountability and if you're not sure i was just thinking brian we've got our task audit that i'd be happy to offer the the listeners out there about all the things that you are doing and you can create a list with a task audit what you do in a day and that will give you a really good place to start in uh, you know what you You'll start with, I should 
move this off and I should move that off and I should hand that off and I should delegate that and I, and I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Also, you can turn that into I mustn't do this anymore because it's a waste yeah. of time, money, effort, energy, whatever it may be. So, so this is all about empowering people to make better decisions, to create better lives. So I hope this has been helpful. Brian, amazing insights once again. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Cheers, guys.